Welcome to the Courtside Hoops podcast. Back again for another instalment. We're into playoff mode now, which is excellent. We've got the full squad in the house. All four of us are back. Um, Firstly, we're just going to talk about the awards in the NBA now that the regular season is done and just cover off the ones that have been announced already, um, just to give our props to those players. So April 17th, the first one to get announced was Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Memphis Grizzlies was named the Defensive Player of the Year. We all happy with Triple J being Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, deserved it. Yeah, hard to argue. Yeah. Beautiful. April 18th, Clutch Player of the Year. New award coming out. The Kia Clutch Player of the Year went to De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings. We all happy with De'Aaron Fox? Well, are you, was are you happy over... with De'Aaron Fox? No, well, obviously LeBron has always been the most clutch player in the game, but it's the same with the MVP. He would have won it for 13 straight years, but we know that there's bias there. I'm just disappointed the award wasn't around last year because DeMar DeRozan would have been a runaway <laughs> last year. So they just were a, bit, a year too late. He was still a finalist this year alongside Jimmy Buckets. So that was a good good trio. But De'Aaron Fox was just unreal in the clutch. Mm. Yeah, great. Yeah. He was best by a mile. If, uh, mm. if the Bulls had actually flipped that clutch record around to a winning record, then DeMar might, uh, <laughs> DeMar might have been Still too raw, Pat. Still too raw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, April 19th, NBA Coach of the Year was announced. I think most people would have thought with the way the Sacramento Kings played this year, no one would have had them finishing third in the West. So Mike Brown, their unanimous, the first unanimous coach of the year there. Um, I'm sure we absolutely all agree on that one. And then yesterday, the well, today, our time, yesterday, American, sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon of the Boston Celtics, sixth man. We all happy with Malcolm? Yeah, I yep. think he was a runaway. I feel like if he's he probably should have started in place of um, their so-called superstar there, but that's a topic for another day. What's in front of Stephen A. Smith lookalike? alike <laughs> 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 Poor Derek White. No, Jason Tatum should probably move to the bench and make way for Malcolm if they want to do any damage in the playoffs. Um, so they're the awards that are... <laughs> They've been announced. Um, so let's talk playing games before we get into um, the series that are underway in the first round. So um, Miami losing the first playing game was probably the only turn up in my opinion. Um, but then obviously they come up against the Bulls in the second game. We're able to get over them to get the eighth seed. Um, Jimmy Butler reminding us again that he is a all-time great playoff performer. Um, Oklahoma City, they got to win. Um, anyone want to talk about our boy Josh Giddy and his performance in their first playing game? Oh, I mean, he killed it. He was, um, you know, I, I kind of feel with with Oklahoma, they, um, they kind of played their final, if you will, against the Pelicans and put all their energy in and got, got over the line. And I think their next game was when they just run out of steam um, against Minnesota. But it's good showing by Josh Giddy, um, SGA. I think they got, you know, they got all the building blocks to just get better and better each year now. And the other good thing is our friend Josh Giddy will be playing at the FIBA World Cup, which is very exciting. 
Yeah, so losing that second playing game is good. Now he can rest up and get himself primed for for all for the real stuff. The get, get get back here and just chill out for a bit and just warm up and off and off we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was he, he 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 was fantastic, but Shay something else. Like even in the second game, Shay was Shay mm. was good. Uh, for, I tell for you what, what, for what it was, he's going to be a stud. That team, but like he's twenty four. Shay, what's Giddy? 20, twenty one or something. Twenty. 20 like, Jalen Williams is like nineteen. Chet hasn't played a game. Like Chet they are going to be, they're going to be something else. And I think they've got like, you know, half the draft for the next ten years as well. So, <laughs> picks galore. Yeah, they're in a yes, good spot. Um, yeah, very good. And yeah, as Tolf said, um, just didn't have enough in the tank against the Timberwolves in the second playing game. Um, but good signs there for Oklahoma City. And of course, the Lakers did what they were supposed to do and won their first playing game to take the seventh seed, even though there was a little bit of an incident at the end there. They should have won it in overtime, but ended up getting the job, uh, sorry, in regulation, but ended up getting the job done in overtime there to get the seventh seed, which was tremendous. So, Let's talk first round of the playoffs. So there's a few series that um, aren't all that entertaining. So we'll just um, sort of run through those fairly quickly. The Nuggets and Timberwolves, that's already Denver up 2-0. Timberwolves, I don't feel, have any sort of chance there. Carl Anthony Towns again showing us that he cannot perform when the team really needs him. He's very good when the team doesn't need him, but when it really counts, he just goes missing year after year. He would be the most frustrating superstar to root for if you're a Timberwolves fan. And um, there you've got the um, Boston-Atlanta series. Again, Boston is up 2-0 there. I don't feel that Atlanta are going to do anything to challenge them. So they're going to either sweep that or win that in five. Um, Nets-Philadelphia, that is probably going to be a short series given that Philly's up 3-0. But today's game, there was a few incidents, one with um, Nick Claxton and Joel Embiid and also with James Harden getting ejected in that game. Anyone want to talk about the ejections and what they think may happen with Joel Embiid and the kicking incident? Is there a risk of suspension for the following game? Yeah, well, what's like? The only difference is one person kicked up, one person kicked down, right? And one person from the Draymond incident, if you want to talk comparisons. Yep. And, and, you know, Draymond stood on a chest, ribs, versus kicking someone in the nether regions. If it's a one-game suspension one way, it's got to be a suspension the other way, right? Yeah, you, like, you've got to – he had bad aim, but at the same time, the, the intent was there. Do we? How much weight do we put into? Because you're right, one kick up, one kick down. You've got the history of Draymond Green in terms of the incidents he's had, and then the second piece of that was the reaction that Draymond did when they were reviewing that play, the way he was acting, geeing up the crowd, carrying on, running to the tunnel once he'd finished again, geeing up the crowd. Does that form part of why he was suspended? And that's going to go in Joel Embiid's favour. I mean, I feel like that you probably can't, I mean, well, it probably should be taken into account. I'd be surprised if it does get taken into account when you think about, you know, suspension in the NBA. They should they should look at the act and go, is that a an act, that a non-basketball act or an act that they shouldn't, shouldn't happen in the game and is it worth a suspension? Um, I think that Traymond obviously tried to use it to hype the crowd up and give his team a bit of a, 
a rev up. I'm not sure if it really worked, but um, didn't look very good. But I mean, I think that Pat's right. I think that they're, you know, like for like to me, it should be a one game suspension. Even if he does, and if MB does get to play, I think he shouldn't be playing next game. There's no place in the game to be doing that. I mean, I know Nick, Nick Claxon probably shouldn't have done the whole Alan Ives and attempt to walk over the top of him when MB was on the ground, but still, you know, you, you get a tech for taunting and doing that stuff versus actually physically kicking someone's a little bit inappropriate. So, no, I'm, I'm okay if he gets suspended for a, for a game. Is it inappropriate if someone grabs your leg, though, as you're trying to take off? Yeah, this is the thing. I think majority of these things other than James Harden's like elbow or whatever it was to the groin today have been like in retaliation to something that's been done first. And even going back to Draymond's history when he you know, had a had a crack at LeBron, like there's been it's always been a reaction to something else. Like I understand you, you, they shouldn't be um you shouldn't get away with it for that that reason, but it's not like he's just come out of the blue and it's just like going aiming for people's nuts. You know what I mean? Like there's so Sabonis so could have could have seriously done something with the way he was pulling down his leg. Like he's he's no like um yeah he, he shouldn't be exempt from any punishment for that mm. sort of thing. Like yeah. if I was Draymond in the heat of the moment, I'd probably do the same thing. Like yeah. some dude's pulling your leg, you're in a playoff game, like emotions are high. You like get get off me. Like so, yeah. I, I think this the suspension for Draymond was rough. Um, and I think I think Embiid's is probably a bit worse because just he's he's gone pretty. Full on, like, yeah. full extended kick up on on Claxton, but yeah. again, Claxton had done something which which provoked it. So, yeah, it's I, a tough I, one. I don't think either of them are suspensions. I think they've got a bit of egg on their face suspending them for something like this. Like, it's a fine. I mean, move on. It's the playoffs, right? You're playing with a bit of heart. You're playing with a bit of passion. Yeah, I don't think you need to suspend them for what they've done. Like, if if he if he went and burst his spleen, I guess on the stomp. Maybe that's something that probably is a little bit different. I mean, then again, you're kind of moving towards AFL and banning based on the outcome of an injured player rather than the action, right? So mm. I'm still, I still don't think it should have been a suspension. Therefore, I don't think Embiid should be suspended. But they're going to look silly if they don't but suspend Embiid for a game. Exactly. The fact, that, the fact they set that, that standard or that level with Draymond, they have to now run with it. You can't now change. Otherwise, it's just going to be, look even worse for Draymond. I mean, I, I kind of feel like that. I mean, I, I will openly admit I don't actually know what kind of system the NBA utilizes to suspend their plays. You know, is it a is it similar to you know an AFL um, like the Australian Footy where they actually have a, a panel or a, a you know a person actually grades the act to work out if it's in line with with the game or not, or was it preventable or could it cause injury and whatnot? I'm not sure what kind of system the NBA has in place. A rubric. A rubric, so to speak. Um, I mean, I agree with Reg in terms of um, you know there was a bit more to the Draymond um, suspension because he his leg was getting held. I mean, to me, the Joel Embiid one, you know, yes, Nick Clark, Nick Nick Claxton shouldn't have been doing the taunting over the top of him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, there's a clear cut. That's a technical foul when he does that. And I mean, I think as a play, I know it's playoffs. I know that I know that you know the, the heat's on. But at some point, you've got to be better, bigger and better to go, I know he's being an arsehole and he's, you know, um, taunting over the top of me, but he's wanting to get a reaction out of me and I'm more important in this game than Nick Claxton is. So I've just got to be okay that he's done that, get up and just beat him beat him again down the floor and, and drop 40 and kill him. Like... Maybe not kill him. That's probably, that's, probably <laughs> a, that's probably suspension worthy if you kill well, someone. 
It's probably league, it's probably league disqualification. I mean, if he kills him on a dunk, there's nothing. Yeah. Strong. I mean, so, I mean, I mean. To, to be fair, I mean, let's. No, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bring Miles Bridges into it. Let's move on. No, I'm better, I'm, better think, than, um, I'm better than that. I just think that um, you know that yeah. I mean, Embiid had a choice, and you know he could have been. He could have just stood up, no, known that they that they got the ascendancy in the series, and just go. You know, you can talk torn all you want. You know we're we're gonna we're gonna sweep you guys out of, out of the building. So, you know I, I think that Embiid. Yeah, I would agree with you, Reg. Embiid's one was worse because you know Nick Claxton deserved a tech. Embiid shouldn't have kicked him, regardless. Regardless of what the outcome yes. is, they're gonna win four <laughs> nil. Yes, I just wrap, wrapped up that conversation yeah, pretty, that's right. pretty well. <laughs> 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 Very good. Let's stay. Let's stay out east. And just for the record, I Embiid won't get suspended, um, and I think that's right. And I agree that Draymond should have been suspended. Um, wow. So that's where I stand on it. So um, let's stay out east with the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Um, that series there is tied one-one. They play again um, tomorrow. What do we think about um, that? Knicks won the first game, and then Cleveland come back and won the second game. What thoughts do we have on that series? Defensive, straight up defense. It's going to be a slog fest. Like, yeah, that's going to be the best game Darius Garland's played for a while. Like, mm. I thought he's been, I thought he's mm. been a bit subpar this year, to be honest. As a as a guard, but compared to last year, and it's a bit of an adjustment with with um, Mitchell coming in. But yeah, defense, right? Like people forget that ever since Evelyn Mo- Evan Mobley kind of you know started to take off defensively halfway through the year, Jared Allen can play defense, and when they got mm-hmm. both them boys out in the court, getting to the cups a hard problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Knicks, the Knicks play the Knicks play some good basketball as well. Like Jalen Brunson, if he gets going, it's that's hard to contain. So did he didn't play game two, did he? Did he play game two? Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. They went. They basically went from um, allowing him to do what he wanted to. I think. I think they double teamed him like twelve times or something in game. Like something ridiculous. In yeah, game that's two, right. To make make someone once. else. Yeah. To make someone else beat like beat them. Um, and it, and it works. So I'm interested to see what the what the Knicks do in in uh, it, response to that. It it definitely did work in game two. Jalen Brunson had. Shot five of seventeen. Shot three, yep. just under thirty from the clip. I mean, he got, he got twenty points, but was minus ten in the plus minus. So yeah, he certainly locked him up. They went without somebody else beat us, like make make someone else beat us mindset. Yeah. Um, I think that I think the thing is, I mean, I think we can all agree with Jalen Brunson's season, you know, this year that uh, Mavs probably. I'm not sure if Mavs made the right decision in kind of letting him. Oh no! It's very clear they made the wrong Let decision. This, 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 <laughs> like I, I, this, this, this could might this might well be one of the greatest modern era free agent pickups of all time. Outside of, of course, LeBron coming to the Lakers, but f that guy. <laughs> um, but like he for, for for the price they paid for him as well. Like I was a I was I thought it was a bit of an over. A bit of a reach, considering the, he had a, a dynamic playoff series for Dallas last year, and Luca went out and he balled, and he could have been an all star this year, and now he's shown up in the playoffs again, like he did last year. Mm. I think he's one of those dudes too that you go back to his high school and college. He was just a winner, like he's just won at every level. Yeah, um, he's just that kind of player that impacts winning, and having his his Villanova running mate Josh Hart there with him now, 
um, those boys are living their glory days in college again, just at the NBA level in New York. So pretty big stage to do it. I think if they lose this series, and if it keeps going the way it's going from an RJ Barrett perspective, writing's on the wall for him in the offseason. They'll move him. I know they've just signed him, but they'll move him. He He's not worth the money they're paying him. Fair. I mean, out of like out of interest, this series. Where do you see it going? You know, is it going to go to seven? Is it seven. you know seven and flip the coin at the end? Yeah. Right. Whoever plays, whoever like it depends, right? Like Mitchell can get off the chain and just go nuts, and it's over. Mm. See, like like I feel like Cavs, Cavs for me are probably. I think Cavs, Cavs in six is what I'd be predicting this series to go. I think that. Um, you know, Mitchell and Garland, you know, it only takes one of them to go off and they can have, you know, they can get within, you know, um, they, they can get the distance to win the game. So I think with Knicks, it's Jalen Brunson. He just has to perform. And, you know, if he, even if you curb him a little bit, um, you know, it can go a long way. So in my mind, I feel like that Cleveland Cavaliers kind of have the the map a little bit and, just pray and hope that Mitchell and Garland get off the chain most games, and and they can just make it, you know, make make New York beat them with someone else. Does um, Julius Randall have any place to play in this series? It seems to be all about Jalen Brunson. He does, but he's coming off that injury. I think he missed game one, yeah, and he came back for game two. Yeah, no, he played game. Yep. No, he come back for game one. He played game one, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at it here. He's had 19 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. He does have a he does have a place to play, but it's going to be like last time, right? For, he's actually quite a telling piece in this series because if he does his Julius Randle ISO bully ball, that's when you know that they're going to go bad and go bad really quickly, I think. I think he's got to buy into Brunson being the key facilitator, but also allowing quickly to come in and, and play that piece because – he just he gets a bit sticky and like with Mobley and Allen on the court, that's a hard you know he can't just barge through and get to the cup at will. They're two very good rim protectors. I don't know if I trust Randall enough still. I agree. I think he's I think he's a bit of a bloke who can put up stats and yeah he's an all star and all these sorts of things. But is he is he the guy who's going to get you through a playoff series? Probably not. I would agree. We'll probably see in the next four or five games, depending on how long the series goes, and that'll be probably a, a fairly good sample size to see, mm. you know, is he cat or is he in a different category? See, I say, um, I, I say is he Zach Levine or is he in a different category? Cat's out here catching strays, man. <laughs> it's, I've seen it too often. He, he'll have 32 one game and then he'll have eight the next. You know, it's a, just... Like, the perfect, the perfect description. The playing game, right? He killed. He yep. killed. He killed mm. the plane, and then he's been nothing but trash the first two playoff games. Yep, and it's not. It's not like I would. I would have more truck with it, even if you looked at the box and it was three for nineteen or something like that. But he has these games where it's like one for five for six points and four rebounds. Like yeah. it's like he just he checks out. He's not even out there trying and just has a terrible game. Like he's just so up and down. And so it'd be it'd be incredibly frustrating as a fan to watch someone like that. Yeah, or like you V V that V Russell Westbrook's three for nineteen game the other day, but played absolute heart and soul defense yeah. and yep. brought the energy. Cat doesn't bring any energy, just lumbers up and down the court. 
that's it, 100%. So um, the last series um, out east, you've got the Bucks versus the Heat. As I said off the top, Jimmy Butler again reminding everyone that he's an all-time great playoff performer. Got the win in game one with another outstanding performance. A real shame in that one with Tyler Hero breaking his hand game one and Giannis hurting his back and missed game two. Um, fingers crossed, someone like Giannis, we saw it in 2021, can come back um, incredibly quickly from injuries. So hopefully he'll, he'll have a big part still to play in this playoff um, run for the Bucks. They're still going to get the job done, unfortunately, for Miami with Tyler out. They struggled to score with Tyler. He was 20 points off the bench. So it's just going to be a bridge too far, unfortunately, with him out with the broken hand. Um, but just, yeah, hoping Giannis can get back and play a part. We want the best players playing in the playoffs. Out do reckon, west, yo. Do you reckon Lowry's done? Yes. He's yeah, not looking good, is he? Hundred percent. No, he's not looking good. Hamstrings, knees, all oh, the he's, rest he's, of it. Old man injuries. He's, I he's, love he's, him, but he's, he's not looking a, good. He's done as a starter for sure. Oh, but I mean, yeah. I mean, even even in these, even in this series so far in two games, he scored five points in the game two and two points in game one with a couple of assists. Like, yeah. I mean, for for the player Kyle Lowry was talked about, you know, I I didn't know, you know, to me, I don't know if he's, you know, like when you say, oh, you know, Miami have Kyle Lowry, they don't have Kyle Lowry, they have. They've Kyle got Lowry. Cleveland Shack. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Cleveland Shack. <laughs> just just a miniature version. <laughs> Yes, yes. Now you're starting to get it when these things come out about, oh, they've played with this many top 75 players. <laughs> it ain't all created equal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, so out west, we've got the Suns and the Clippers. Phoenix won today, so they're now up 2-1. When I read that Kawhi was going to miss this game, it was just like really like, Again, we saw what he did in game one and it was like, okay, at least we get to see Kawhi Leonard back near his best in the playoffs. And then 72 hours later, he's out again with knee soreness, which it just, it just changes the whole landscape of the series. Clippers with him have a real chance of knocking Phoenix off, but without him... They did all they could today. Phoenix certainly weren't convincing in terms of winning that game, especially late, um, closing it out. Um, but it's just a shame when the best players get hurt. What do we think about that series? My thoughts on Devin Booker are fairly clear. Um, had a big game today, but as we just talked about, their best player, their best defender, not on the court. So, you know, it's all good and well to have huge performances when the deck is stacked in your favour, is he going to be able to do it when the pressure is really on and you have to stand up and fight the fire instead of just when it's easy, looking really, really good? Anyone else got some thoughts on that series? I mean, I can go being a, being that I'm a loyal Phoenix fan for many years, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll weigh in. Um, oh, wow. I mean... Book, book is better than KD. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> What what I think is like I agree uh, to an extent that um, I, I'm not fully convinced on Booker. I mean, the last two games he scored thirty eight and forty five. I think game two Kawhi was on the court, um, but I think Booker is ha- and has to be damn thankful that Kevin Durant is playing 
on his team because, you know, I think if Kevin Durant's not playing on that team, he, he's not going to go for 45 and 38 points. He, You know, he's going to have the top defender. So Kevin Durant, you know, he's, you know, if Phoenix can manage to get all the way through, Booker may win a finals MVP purely because Kevin Durant is taking the best defender and they're putting all their time and energy into stopping Kevin Durant, which would be a damn shame. Um, I mean, I agree Westbrook's been playing um, well. I mean, unfortunately, he probably just doesn't have the supporting cast. And if Paul George doesn't come back in the series, it's hard to see Clippers winning, especially if Kawhi is going to be out even one more game. So I think I agree with Buckets. It's not good to see Kawhi not playing. Um, But again, that comes down to his durability and, you know, what he can produce on the court and, and how he can stay on the on the court. Um, just, just on that, mm. Tosh, do you reckon healthy Paul George, healthy Kawhi, would you be a bit worried? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I think... They'd win in five. Well, I don't know about Look at your bench depth. It is atrocious. Like Norman Powell dropped 42 today. And imagine if he's coming off the pine behind George and Kawhi. And Russell Westbrook just mm. quietly this series, I mean, he had one bad shooting game, but he's been all right. Mm. He's contributed. I mean, he, I, mean, he, he, I don't he know is. if Norman Powell has 42. I didn't get that much opportunity of Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah. There. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to have 42 and they're there, but he had 42. Today. Sounds like you're saying there. he's going to average 42 as a six man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I basically think he's yeah, averaging 42 you. for the rest of his yeah. career. I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you right now, if if Norman Powell's averaging 42 off the bench, we, we get swept if Paul George and Kawhi went over there. There's not a, not a doubt about it. No, Man, I think, Nicholas I think Batum's with, starting. That's what's wrong with the world. I think with oh. I think with Westbrook, though, like you're right, he, he brings heart and soul. But to me, he's still similar to, you know, he's putting up numbers similar to what he is in LA, in, in LA and they weren't winning games either. Like I think, you know, to me, he like you. I agree with what Buckets has said multiple times with Westbrook. You take the good with the bad, and sometimes the bad outweighs the good at times with Westbrook. And you can look at the the box score and go, yeah, geez, he's put, put some stats up, but how efficient has that been? Like looking at game two, where he had twenty eight points, five assists, five rebounds. He was minus thirteen in plus minus. So you know he's certainly not. Um, you know, from an efficiency perspective, playing fantastic, you know, efficient basketball. Plus minus and, just and means the, the the four is on the court with at the time got beaten. That's like it's a it's a like you can't help you got crumbs on the court with you. They better bring your plus <laughs> minus down. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. Plus minus is 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 that. But you're right. It is the good and the bad. Even in the last quarter today, I was. Um, tuned into it after the Kings game um, and they were down five and Westbrook had just gotten a rebound off a missed free throw, gone to the line, knocked down two free throws to make it a five-point game. They then get a defensive stop and he's on the break and he turns the ball over. So he goes from, okay, he's just gotten a rebound, hit two free throws, then they could have a chance to hit a two or three to cut it to a one-possession game but he goes out of control and turns it over on a fast break. So you yeah. get you get the good and the bad. Sometimes the bad outweighs the good, but you look at it, he had a terrible shooting game, um, game one, but then has two huge plays with the two free throws and the block and the mm-hmm. um, throwing it off Devin Booker at the end. So sometimes it's in the positive, sometimes in the negative, but he gives you everything you want every single game. 
Yeah, from a, I, from I mean, a matchup think... standpoint, it's like the it's the best possible first round matchup they could have got. Bar Minnesota, Phoenix. This is like an injured Paul George. Like they the centers in Zubac and Zubac and Plumley. They 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 can't guard. They can't guard Aiton. Like and mm. then if they if if they're in that pick and roll defense and they're playing drop coverage, they're swapping on a Kevin Durant Booker or Chris Paul. Mm. You don't want that. You don't want you don't want either of those two guys getting absolutely barbecue chickened at all by any of those three. And like Chris Paul's definitely not, you know, he's t- I mean he played forty minutes today, which is outrageous for a forty five year old, but one for eight from three. Yeah, he had a terrible game today. Yeah, terrible game. But like it's a it's a good matchup Cle- for Phoenix. Cleveland Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he, he's on the Kyle Lowry path, let's put it that way. Yes. Or is he like late Miami Phoenix Day Shaq? Like not quite Cleveland yeah, he's Boston probably Shaq similar yet. Similar to that. I think it's always think- Miami Gary Payton. Oh, yeah, Miami right. Gary Payton. I think, no, I think Miami Gary is- Payton has a ring. I think the other thing too with Booker Booker is that you know there's been a few games like he he's not he's not good defensively and even like in that game like first game the reason why Westbrook was able to get you know hustle boards and actually do big plays is because Devin Booker fell asleep like a shot got launched and Devin Booker just turned around and watched the ball and didn't think. You know Westbrook, who's a high intensity player. Like, like you know, to me that needs to be. To, you know, if if Booker wants to be known as a better playoff performer, you know, he can't just drop big points. He's got to also come up defensively as well. So, you know, that's something he needs to be working on. Absolutely. So we'll watch that one. In the next game, if it goes two two, I think it goes the distance. If, if um, Phoenix are able to get both in LA, then I think it's over in, in five, unfortunately. So that's going to be a big two, swing game, game four. It goes 2-2. Two, two. We'll see Paul George in this series. Well, that's that's big, isn't it? Yeah. Have, have they a, you can't ever get a timeline on Kawhi. You won't, you won't get a timeline on either of them, I don't think. They, they originally ruled Paul George out for the first round, but then there was the beat reporter that got smacked around a little bit for his tweet saying that he'd seen him running and working out and they're just like, well, he, 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 don't, don't, don't put that out in the universe. So yeah, it's, I mean, a sprain is, a, is, a sprain is this needs a probably report, a torn ACL for court. Is this a report like Paul Silas, Paul Silas Jr., whatever his name was crying when he, after. Oh, the, the Houston coach. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've been hoodwinked like the ESPN app telling the Chicago <laughs> Bulls are in the eighth seat. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, let's um, let's talk Kings Warriors, the other series um, out west. There, it's now two-one Sacramento's way. The Warriors able to win Game Three at home at the Chase Center without Draymond Green. What are our thoughts on the Kings Warriors at the moment? You know, what I love most about this series has got nothing to do with the players. Really, yeah, the coaches. Mike Brown obviously worked under Steve Kerr for the last however many years. Like he knows everything that Steve like that that coaching battle is awesome because it's almost like having all the inside information and then going over and saying, This is what they're gonna try and do. And they're trying to do it. Like yeah. it's because Steve doesn't make many adjustments. He doesn't. He he relies on something that has worked for them for so many years, and that is the three point shot. And the rest of the league has gone, we're gonna start shooting more threes, because that's how you mm-hmm. win. And now they're sort of a little bit like, ooh. 
we now, not everyone else is doing the same thing. You know, we've got to try and find other ways to do it. And again, like live and die by the three is basically the way they the way they operate. Um, and those guys are just getting a little bit little bit on. Obviously, Clay's has injuries, um, and things like that. So I just love that Mike Brown's like, come on, Steve. Like I know everything you're doing. Now it's your turn to try and you know do something different. It's like a game of chess. Not that I'm a chess player or I like chess, but it's like a game of chess. <laughs> Exactly I, um, the game of chess. Is the, is the dynasty over or do the Warriors actually have a chance? I think in this series or the title? This series. Didn't you write them off last year? The dynasty was over last year, wasn't it? <laughs> so I'm asking a question, Pat. <laughs> I think that if um, – I think Golden State are too good at home that – all Golden State need to do is win one on the road, which I know their record this season probably shows they're not going to win too many on the road. But I think them playing at home, it, all, all it takes, all they got to do is beat is beat Sacramento one game on on the road, and I think the series is done. They win in seven. You know the math doesn't add up, right? They already won two home games. What do you Kings mean? have already won the first two home games, so if they steal one on the road and then win the next two. It's going to go to game seven. That's what that, I said. That... Okay. Just, just, checking the, <laughs> just, just, just checking the maths there. It's a bit yeah. sketchy. Winner of game four to me wins this series. Whoever wins game four wins the series. The, ki- the, ki- the Kings are shooting horrifically from the three-point line too, and they're ahead in the series 2-1. Like, they're shooting 27%. That's gross. And Malik Monk is, well, you know, we've seen him. He he can light up a bucket, but he can be absolute hellfire trash at the same time. So it's a real good with the bad situation there. Uh, it's it's a it's a tough series. Like you, I'd I'd back Golden State's. I'd I'd back. I, I can't I can't go against Steph Clay and Draymond. Like they're just too good of a. They're too good. They they know that they know the way each other plays. They can play with their eyes closed. Like they're. Dynasties don't dynasties don't lose to a team like the Sacramento Kings, but I, I could be wrong. Darren Fox, I think has been you will awesome. be wrong. Darren Fox has been awesome, like defensively yeah. as well as like whatever he's doing offensively. Like watch that man next game, and he, he's doing a lot of chasing of Steph Curry. Yet they, they, I think they need to protect him a little bit more, just a little bit more, uh, and, and save his legs because yeah, he's he's doing a phenomenal job. I think Golden State win in seven. Golden State in seven, you think? Yeah, it'll go. I think that's, Golden, I think Golden that's State will win. Whoever they play next, Golden Golden State will win next game. Um, Sacramento will win the game at home, and then um, Golden State will have to beat twice. Twice. No, so look, you that's you're, you're all wrong. Golden, you reckon Golden State are going to have Golden State are going to win? They're going to have to win two away games. One away series. game. One away game, One sorry, a- to win the series. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Jeez. No, look. What, the, this- the, the, the worst away team in the playoffs, you're backing them to win an away game to win a series. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying that they're, I think that their playoff now and their experience will, 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 get, will give them one game on the road. No, look, it's not. It's not going to happen. The series, <laughs> the, se- the series is done. That one. Be Move over on to the next in- one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the, I did call the dynasty is over. I was twelve. I have. I've. I've admitted that I was twelve months premature with the dynasty being over. But I am absolutely spot on that the dynasty is over this this season. Today was was a beautiful swan song for the Golden State fans and for Steph Curry. And another great performance from him. Thirty six points, um, hitting threes like he does from all over the court. Um, so. That's great for them. They can really enjoy that, but that's that's all they've got left in them. Um, they're going to lose game four, and then they're going to lose game five. Sacramento couldn't play much worse than what they played today. Um, I was very impressed. We spoke before the playoffs started around um, would De'Aaron Fox be able to go from being a really good regular season player? Would that translate into this first playoff run? You just never know when when guys come into the playoffs. Are they going to be like Luca that just step straight in and are able to perform at a high level and elevate their game, or would it take you know the experience to get used to what playoff basketball is like? He has answered the bell um, the first three games today. The most impressive thing was he got fouled early in the first quarter and missed two free throws, and I thought, ooh. Okay, you're in a hostile environment, you're against an experienced team, you've just missed your first two free throws. Is this going to be one of those those games where you've, you've got to learn how to work through that? And to his credit, still finished the game 26-9-9, continued to be aggressive, didn't hesitate on shots or, or let it affect him at all, which I think was really impressive from, from a young guy in a playoff series. So I think he's made of the right stuff to be able to handle the pressure of playoff basketball, um, which is why I'm not worried about them losing today. That's great for the fans, but Golden State are going to lose the next two series over five, dynasty over. Thank you very much. Draymond has two more games in Golden State colours before he is out the door. To Dallas, isn't wasn't he the solution? Tulsa solution to Dallas. He was. I don't. Sign in Draymond. I mean, I mean, it's 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 clear that it's clear that 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 um, buckets is just trying to will this into existence. He said it last year. The dynasty's over. He's, he's just trying to will this, manifest this into the universe. Oh, he's still trying to get the egg off his face. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> And when it happens, you can just all sit back and say, "I was right. I, I know my basketball. This is this is how things are going to play out." So, in in, in twenty twenty five, you should be like, "Oh, the dynasty's over." I've been telling you, they've won like what. four straight. It's yeah. all over. <laughs> I told you. I told you it was coming. No, there's no, you. there's no way. You sure, Andrew Wiggins? It's only second game back, right? He missed a lot of time. Yep. Second game back today. He's already the yep. second leading point scorer in the series. It's wonderful. I don't, I'm not putting. I don't put any. I don't put any fear into me that Andrew Wiggins is going to be someone that can lead you past this Sacramento Kings team. Well, it's great that he's back and he's scoring. Steph, Steph Curry is leading this team by a long way. Mm. All, all yeah, but we know. We know points. what's going to happen with Steph Curry next game. See, they still haven't deployed Delhi. So oh, he's <laughs> next. Get okay. Out. 36 <laughs> points is going to turn to six points, Get and we're here. all fine. Get out of here. Speaking of Delhi, just while we're on that, has anyone watched the J.R. Smith interview yeah. with J.J. Redick? How cool is that that a yes. kid from Maryborough, Victoria, is getting that kind of love on the internet? It's now on TikTok. People and are clipping it died. up and getting it out. Yeah, other, pe- <laughs> other people are commenting on it. Other people are talking about how hard it is to play on Steph based on what he said about Delhi, like, that is so cool for a country Victorian kid to be getting that kind of love over in America. Years, what is it, seven years since that Gotta series? Be, yeah. 
I think that series like has ruined his his longevity in his career by a few years. <laughs> oh, he, he I mean, talk about nearly died. He did nearly die. That's a tough. That's yeah. a tough ask for Delby. Can we write him off? Can we write him off after September? I just need him for the yes. World Cup. Yeah, yeah. After oh, yeah. the World Cup, yeah, yeah. write, write yeah. him off. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, he, I do. His nickname on Basketball Reference is Outback Jesus. <laughs> I just want that out there. That's I tell beautiful. you what, all, all the listeners go and follow that Church of Delhi um, Instagram and Facebook page. It is it is worth it. <laughs> it's a it's a it, it's a damn shame he's going to have to come off the bench for the Boomers and maybe be lucky to play five minutes a game. But he's yeah. got to be. Hey, he's got to be. That'll be the hardest five minutes you've ever seen. Oh, oh. yeah. He'll he'll still play better than Ben Simmons. So. Oh, it's not up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betty boy. Well, you, you gotta, Ben's got to start playing first before you worry about it. It's a big difference. Oh, very funny. Right, so we've got one series left out west, and that, as we all know, is the Lakers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Always going to be a very interesting series when you've got the characters on both sides. Star power on the Lakers and just a bunch of misfits on the Memphis Grizzlies side to play hard. Ja Morant, again, another star player getting hurt in game one with the hand injury. Now, um, X-rays come back negative, um, but wasn't able to palm a ball or, or do anything like that, so sat out game two. Um, I haven't seen a timeline. Has anyone seen a timeline on Jar's return? I couldn't imagine it would be game three, but um, I just was, don't know he, with hands. He was questionable too as a laid out. Uh, wouldn't I mean they, day they day. get a, they, they get a bit of extra break here. We'll just like the before the Lakers and Memphis even play game three. Clippers and Phoenix are going to have played game four. So yes. there's because there's, of the travel distance, there's a bit of break time there. So I think he'll, I think he'll give it a go game three. Mm. Yep. I mean, I mean, the report came out saying that nothing's actually fractured or anything in the hand. So I it think it'd be a matter of, yeah, I think it'd be a matter of, you know, what kind of injections can he get to help play through some of the pain as long as it's not going to cause any, um, you know, further damage. I think that they'll probably risk it with him at least initially. You know, it's a tough... It's a tough series that, you know, even though they're the second seed, they, you know, Lakers at the moment are no slouch with LeBron and AD being being healthy. Um, you know, I think that they, they probably need to roll the dice because if they're not going to win the series if Jar's out. Simple as that. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if AD plays like he does in game two, like a little, yeah, uh, then they might. <laughs> a they'll little probably, what? They'll, 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 probably, they'll, probably win, they'll probably win the next three and off they go. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you, you you tip your cap to him if he does come back and is able to perform because being his shooting hand and being the two middle fingers, the way he plays in terms of being able to put the English on the basketball and be able to handle the basketball and get into the lane, geez, that's going to be hard if you've got sprained fingers trying to control a basketball and he's not a great shot as, as it begins with, so I can't imagine he's going to be taking too many jump shots with a bad hand. So um, you'd have to tip your cap as he's able to perform, but... If, if the Lakers lose, they've got no one else to blame. 
you know, their best players out, you've got your two best players healthy, it's only going to come down to if you bring the energy and you're able to execute, there's no excuses for them. It's all lined up there. So I was bitterly disappointed in, in game two, just the way they come out with no energy, no urgency. When you get opportunities, when the door is left ajar, you need to push that open and run through it. You can't be missing these kind of things, especially with the team that they have, that it is fragile. You just never know, is LeBron going to get hurt again? Is AD going to get hurt again? You can't be mucking around with these things. It needs to be a sense of urgency the entire time. So that was a missed opportunity in game one to take a stranglehold on the series. And now they've got to go back home and take care of business game three because you don't want to go down um, one, two and be fighting for your for your playoff life um, again. Um, anyone got any other thoughts on on what happened in game two or even game one in that series? I'm just I, loving loving they're yeah. keeping Rui Hachimura open and just letting him let it fly. Like he's on, he's a, he's a, he is a shooter, right? He's he's the reason Washington liked him as such was his catch and shoot. And when he comes to the Lakers, that's what they liked about him. And Rob Polinka said that he's a catch and shoot guy. So they well, want game one. He on. certainly showed it. Yeah, I mean, in, even in, even in, I mean, even in game two, like you know, he was he he was still he was still two from four from behind the line. He was seven from twelve from the field and had twenty points and five rebounds. Like mm-hmm. he 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 did his job, right? Coming off the bench, playing thirty minutes, he did his job. So, so the guy does that worry you? Something million didn't do his bloody job. Does it worry does that, me? Yeah, does it, does yeah, it worry that I, that I guess a guy outside of eighteen, LeBron, is is yeah. performing and and you've uh, lost. Like Austin, Austin Reeves, game one. Well, like, hello. <laughs> no, it, no, it, 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 it is a worry. Like, it, yeah. it, it is, it is a worry because, like, as and it, it was talked about, like, coming into the, like, you know, I think in the play-in series on the ESPN commentary or whoever was doing the commentary, like, they have to rely on their role players to kind of, you know, go off every now and then. Like, D'Angelo Russell was horrific game two. Like, mm. two from eleven from the field, you know three turnovers he's just he was gross and austin reeves battled but i mean ad was four from 14 like xavier tillman come got the starting spot and and had a 20 and 10 game and dominated i mean that, that, that was going to be my question mainly mainly at you buckets being a, a huge lebron fan like at, at what point because i know that we've you know in multiple podcasts we've discussed that at some point there's got to be a transition between Lakers not having LeBron being the absolute, you know, hero that has to pull the team across the line. And AD should be taking that throne. I mean, merely game one, he had a, you know, a pretty strong game, 22 points, 12 rebounds, seven blocks. And then, you know, obviously Pat saying, you know, Anthony Davis game two did next to nothing really in the, in the context of it. I mean, LeBron still put up the numbers that he he does. Play good defense. But, you know, like... Like, at what point does does some of these owners have to come directly onto AD being that, you know, AD really should be the star player in this team now. It shouldn't be LeBron doing it. What are your thoughts on, I guess, that dynamic and how much much longer does LeBron need to be doing this for AD? Because AD seems to be, you know, he just seems to have these spurts where he can just have dominant games, but then he just goes missing um, for, for some games. Like, you know, not like, not as bad as Cat, but, you know, does have the games that doesn't push him across the line. What like what are your thoughts on that? Well, the Lakers are a better team when LeBron scores sub twenty five. So that absolutely speaks to the point that AD needs to be the guy that's that is the man and all the shots 
are, are coming through him. But yeah. it's very difficult to do that when he's going four for 14 because 14 is still a lot, not a lot of shots. Like most star players are, are far closer to 20 or 25 shots. And that's the type of range that someone like Anthony Davis should be. So when he does go passive like that, it almost forces the other guys to have to do more, which is not the best formula for the Lakers to be successful. How you get Anthony Davis to be aggressive all day, every day, every game, I don't know. We've, they've been trying that for three seasons now. Put him back he in a Pelicans uniform. It worked great then. The... <laughs> <laughs> so if maybe you wear one maybe... his Lakers jersey, just a Pelicans jersey. Right, remember, right, a right. I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. It was 1v8. He was the eighth seed. Golden State were the first seed. And he, he, he was battling and he was dominating that series. It was kind of like mm. watching LeBron v the Warriors in that series where he was just by far the best player on the court and Iguodala stole his title. But it's, yeah, he, like he he's, he can just be too passive. And I think he, his mid-range jump shot is broken. Like it, it is broken, broken. So when he doesn't have that going and he's not getting those looks close, like Jaron Jackson, like defensive player of the year, right? Like it's a, it's a tough matchup for him. It'd probably be the, some the, some guys are just I think better as the underdog and when there's low expectation. When you're the eighth seed, you can play free because no one expects you to be the winner. So maybe there was part of that, as you said, game one, amazing, great game because it was two v seven. People thought, well, Lakers obviously have a chance. They got LeBron and Anthony Davis, but they still were okay. It's the Grizzlies two versus seven. They're still the underdogs. They win game one, so automatically that flips. Lakers are then the the favourites, and he has that type of game. So maybe now that um, they're one one, he comes out and plays well in game three. But then that makes you worry if they go up two one. Lakers are then again the favourite. How's he going to be able to cope with that in game four? So. Um, I, I do like Memphis's like Memphis as a unit. Their guards like Tyus Jones. I think he's a pretty sure he's a free agent this year. He, he's going to get paid. Like he, he he's a he's a very good point guard in the in the modern NBA. And he, I think he has the lowest assist to turnover ratio in the last five years of any point guard. There you go. Just yeah, just a safe basketballer. Yeah. yeah, how he runs a team, and then you know you've got all the Dylan Brooks hoo ha and. And all that, like, bloke's a clown. But anyway, I, I, I <laughs> will I, that I, spark a response from LeBron? Will he come out and and do? You know, does he have one of his forty plus point um, performances, or does he just laugh it off a, a bit like when Lance Stevenson used to do his carry on in Indiana? The one thing that you don't want to do is talk crap to LeBron in the playoffs. I mean, you could do it in the regular season because he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He's above that. I'd be I'd be scared if I was them, but then again, like if they make him a jump shooter, I, I reckon thought, I'd I'd be willing be to take LeBron, LeBron over forty. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. Is that, will that probably, be a good probably thing? over five threes? Oh, well, that's the thing. According to you, it's not like it's not necessarily that a good result for the team. Yes, but, I don't know if. You know, he's 38 now. I, I don't know. And look, he might get away with it for a game and, and they might win that game. I don't think it's a good long-term strategy, him trying to 
carry the entire load um, at this point. I don't think that's a recipe for success for this team. They need Rui 15 to 20. They need Austin 15 to 20. They need Russell 15 to 20. They need even a um, shooter 10 to 15. Like that's the recipe for success, not Anthony Davis, LeBron combining for 80 and the other guys just chipping in. That's that's not sustainable with this team. They're, they're going to wear down and, and break down if they want to go deep in the playoffs, in my opinion. Imagine the atmosphere too inside crypto or the crypt as some people like it. <laughs> Imagine the atmosphere that they're going to walk into. Like he's he could be... I'd love to. I'd love to be there. I'd love to be there because uh, he. You know, we all know he doesn't respond in the media. He doesn't do that. Like he'll be, he'll come out, and I reckon he'll be very aggressive in the first quarter. Which is, or he'll come out and just set the table. Like that'll be the best thing yeah. if he come out and just set the table. Got AD going, and then the fourth quarter, just send him home. Like just, just go hard and just finish it off, and then he can talk all his smack while they're fifty points up. <laughs> fifty. Very true. Fifty points. Yeah, right. So um, AR, so Austin Reeves, um, has been a revelation certainly in the last two months. Is he a good player that's getting better or is he going to be like some of the other guys that have been really, have looked really good playing with LeBron, but then once they're not with LeBron, they come back down to earth. I speak of guys like, say, Mario Chalmers, um, He's one that certainly springs to mind. Um, even someone like, say, a Tristan Thompson um, looked very good in Cleveland. Is is he? If he wasn't in the LeBron system, would he be what he is at the moment? He's a high IQ basketballer. Like as long as he's think, surrounded yeah. by other high IQ guys, he'll he'll be fine. I don't think they'll. I don't think he'll have a. He wouldn't have a coach that's going to trust him to do what he's doing. Like he's out. He's a primary ball handler now. He's got trust. He's built that trust, though. So, yeah, I I mean, he's not going to go. He's, no, he's never going to be a twenty-point game guy. No, I, I mean, I think I think he'll be serviceable. He'll be he'll be in the NBA for a while, but I don't think you know, like he'll he'll get paid and probably overpaid for for what he'll be able to produce if he goes to another team. Um, he'll be similar, probably similar to, unfortunately, Delhi. Like Delhi was a good player. Got 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 paid his. Got paid his money, and he was never quite as good as what he was in Cleveland at at Milwaukee. And then, well, he almost died. He, told. <laughs> he, got, he got he got paid for showing up on the biggest stage and running around like a tagger. Yeah, yes. that's what he got. Yes. That's what he got paid for. He got uh, that contract it, it, bought out for thirty year. million. If the there's one, year, he if was there's, back playing the NBL. If there's yeah. one thing LeBron has done for a number of people is get them paid. Like yeah, he, he, he has got people paid that should not have been paid what they were paid. Taylor and think, Tucker. <laughs> oh. Yep. And I think I think that that, that Austin Reeves will be one of those players, but I, I I don't think that he's going to be that player that you pay him a, like all this money and then he doesn't stay in the league. I think he'll stay in the league and he'll be a, he'll probably be in the league as long as his athleticism and work ethic will allow him to be in the league. Um, I, I can see him somewhat, just to, just to your point earlier, Pat, about him being a high IQ player. To me, he's got a bit of Joe Ingles about him. Yeah. He's got that, that smarts that will allow him to play in the league at, in a contributing role for a long, long time because he just understands the game. Doesn't have yeah. the greatest of anything in terms of skill, but just understands the game and is has has um, is a highly appears to be a highly competitive dude. 
Well, he plays defense too. Like he plays defense. He gets nitty gritty. Yeah, he. I, I think he'll. I think he'll. Like, he'll probably end up at Dallas next year because they'll probably trade him for Kyrie. Let's be honest. Uh, they'll have to sign and trade him, and he's going to go play next to Luca, and he'll probably look even better next to Luca. Imagine that Dallas is getting an all white team together down in the depths of Texas. <laughs> they should get Delhi. <laughs> Delhi could play the Jalen Brunson role, surely. From, from Jeez, tell, no, he nearly died. You. Sorry, he nearly died. <laughs> he nearly <laughs> died. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, if, if there's a sign and trade, sign and trade for for uh, Kyrie, I don't know what what Los Angeles would be able to give up other than Austin Reeves to get Kyrie, but they'd have to give up every the rest John, of their future. Dallas wins that trade. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, can, we can give up bloody Shaq Harrison and Dallas would be like, cool, let's go. Hey, 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 Shaq, yeah, that's right. I'd give up a lot of players for Shaq Harrison. So right. uh, <laughs> Jeez. That's but now, I, yeah, I, I reckon this game three is going to be a, t- a, telling, a telling game, I reckon. I reckon whoever wins game three probably wins the series, even if Jai comes back. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Similar, and that's why I'm 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 a bit worried. I, I just the confidence level after game one was high, and it's dropped. It, I feel like it's going to be a roller coaster ride this playoff run. <laughs> Welcome to Normally, the Lakers, my friends. No, but I'm so used to being with LeBron that you could go into playoffs as like at least conference finals. Book it. I won't even watch the first two rounds. It was just no matter happens, he's going to get there. This time, it's just stressful. Sunday, Lakers into Carlton is going to be a beautiful day. Wait till you get yeah. into, the, into the position where you're like, geez, I hope we make the play-in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you know it's tough. <laughs> Reg, Reg you, mean, guys are blow, you guys are blowing it up. Just like, it's, it's going to be, a, just just buckle up and, and maybe hey, when, one, when, 1. Maybe 1.8% like chance of 10, Wemby. You guys are going to be all right. 1.8% chance to get Wemby. We had 1.7. We got D-Rose. It's, as Bucket said, the NBA loves to rig these things. It's it's a chance. Chicago needs it's a star. A it's a chance. It is. We need big markets looking good. So Chicago would look very nice with a big name star like that. We'll send you Absolutely. Austin Reeves, brother. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, tomorrow's games, Boston, Atlanta, Cleveland, Knicks, Denver, um, Timberwolves, give us your three-game multi for those three. It's, I'll start okay. with you. Uh, Boston, Cleveland, and it was on Denver. Denver. I mean, Denver's going to sweep Timberwolves. There's no doubt about it. So, Pat, three-game multi. Brunson over 20 into the Cavs, into <laughs> Donovan over 30. I ain't touching the other two games. Yeah, wow. Okay. Bridge, what do give you got? Me, give me Boston Knicks Timberwolves. Oh, oh Timberwolves. right. Good value, and there's a reason for it. I'm a mug punter, mate. I'm going for the value. Yeah. Reg, 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 Make sure you get one of those deals that if one league fails, you get bonus bet. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Reg, Reg if, you, yeah. if you if you get put your multi all into the exact result of the game, you get better odds as well. So. <laughs> Just perfect. I'll just do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for me, I'll Denver, Knicks, Atlanta, because Boston will just fall asleep. Well, Atlanta did. The tra- Trey was, yeah, they've won two, but now we're heading back to the A. So, 
Did let's he really? Go, let's go try. Yeah, they've got to come on the back of his on the back of his most overrated player title. Oh, geez, yeah, that's that's stiff, isn't it? That's hard that those picks over come out. Um, I'm a bit off him at the minute, to be honest. Yeah. I still like. I mean, he's yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I don't like their squad. I think their squad's completely wrong. Like, if you're going to build around a ball dominant point guard that can set the table and shoot the lights out of it, they had to move John Collins. Clint Capella's okay, but I don't like Dejounte Murray. I don't like him. Plays good defense. I don't like him. They should get swept, and they might. That that that, that, that there's going to be some heat if they get if they get swept or if they go out four one. They could look to trade him, but realistically, who's going to who's going to go after him other than someone that's currently in the lottery? Yeah, good point. Dallas, a Trey Young, Young Zach Dallas, 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 Dallas would be like that day. It'd be like 2018 at the deadline when Cleveland shipped everyone out, and those, <laughs> yeah. those memes started coming. Okay, let's start um, with saying your name and tell us something about yourself. Just going to flip their whole team. <laughs> I um, I actually do have. One other question to ask you guys in a quick, in a quick like I don't know a couple of sentences each. So, and this I'm gonna, long winded, so I can't do it. So this is so this is going to make. I need to give you way. context. This is going to make you know, he, he feels happy when I say this. But if if Lakers win the championship, Russell oh. Westbrook Russell Westbrook played 52 games for Lakers. He gets a ring. technically would get technically would get would get a ring. Well, yeah. we get to Russell offer Westbrook, him one. If you were Russell Westbrook, would you want like if if you were put yourself in his shoes, would you want to accept a ring if they won it, or would you like like where would your feelings sit at that? Oh, I'd, I'd fly to the celebrations and I'd be there as soon as the game ends. <laughs> I would be there, shirt off, J.R. Smith style. I Don't would be there. On your head. I was a huge part of this. I'd have Parker there with me, like Rondo's kid when he when he was. In the bubble and, and won the ring there. I mean, I'm all, oh, give it to me. Give Chris, it to me. Chris Bosch with a champagne. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. I'd have the Ray Allen ski goggles going on. Like, in fact, I might have it three quarter, like three quarter time and just be ready for it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do any of that. I would not accept the ring at all. I would throw it in the bin if they tried to give it to me. I would never go and pick it up. Um, but yeah, we're all different. We we would all do it differently. I can't wait. I can't wait till like, till I see Westbrook tipping champagne over his head at the Lakers oh. celebration. They'd be like, "Here's LeBron. Here's here's yeah, AD. Russ is here too." <laughs> Look at the three future Hall of Famers <laughs> that led us to a title. Oh, so good. Oh, that's so good, isn't it? Oh, imagine I'd, because then I'd, like I'd the legacy Russell. talks would be like Russell has a ring. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Pat Bev would be there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hang on. Was, this has gone to another level now. He did, Pat he did Bev play, would he be did, there. He didn't play enough games, just settled didn't down. He? How many, how yeah, many games did he play a bot, Nah, you got to play 54. 54, he 55. had to have been close so, to that, surely. Westbrook played 52 games. Was it, well, yeah, well, it must be 50, It's around that mark. 
Let's we're we're not giving we're not we're Google. not giving Pat Bev a ring. Come on, you are. You bloody are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna he's win. He's gonna be up on the, so... up on the storage bench, throwing his singlet out yeah, in the crowd, yeah. and I'll know? be there with him. I'll be that excited <laughs> for him. <laughs> this is a ridiculous conversation. All right. I mean, the, the, the other one too we, that we haven't skipped over. Yet, I'm not sure if Heath was going to get to it. Was obviously Heath and I have a bet running at the moment. Um, which originally started as Brooklyn having to win more games than Lakers, which in hindsight I probably should have just kept running that bet <laughs> after Lakers got kicked out. But I decided to, in the spirit of the bet, because it was really pinning LeBron against KD, which has always been the argument Heath and I have had. So I said, you know, gave him a couple of choices as to which which one he'd prefer to pick. So he ended up settling on Lakers will get further into the playoffs than Phoenix. Buckets, how are you uh, sitting with with the current? You know, Phoenix are two one up. Uh, Lakers yes. are tied for yes. one each. Where, yes. where where are you sitting with this? How's the nerves? So, well, the nerves in terms of the um, bet, it's hard because I was just saying that it's going to be an absolute emotional roller coaster um, of a playoff run. I'm very confident in the fact that. When things get hard, my guy is far better equipped to navigate those troubled seas and move their way through the playoffs than the Devin Booker, Kevin Durant-led Phoenix Suns. So when Kawhi did what he did in Game 1, I was extremely confident because that meant there was going to be some adversity in that series, which is going to be very troubling for the Phoenix Suns. Now that he's hurt again, it becomes quite a smooth sailing type of series for them. Um, and that's what Phoenix thrives on. They're front runners. When things are going well, they look great, but they've got no one there to lead them through when things start to get tight and tense. So as long as we get through to the second round, I'm extremely confident because I can't see Phoenix getting through the Denver Nuggets, if they happen to get through the Clippers. If Kawhi comes back, I don't think they even come out of the first round. So from that standpoint, I'm very confident. But Lakers need to win game three because as soon as we get game three, we're getting to the second round. And as soon as we get to the second round, we are sweet. We are good. Phoenix aren't getting to the conference finals. So you're saying Denver are going to the conference finals? So there's a chance. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a chance. (laughs) Denver are going to the conference finals. There's a chance for Jokic. There's a chance. <laughs> Interesting. How are, you, how are you feeling about it? Because I know you think that you know, Kevin Durant that... is all world and can win all this because he got a couple of championships on the coattail of Steph Curry in the dynasty, but how do you feel about it? Isn't the real uh... question, where are you getting the tattoo? Isn't that the real? Where, yeah, where where, <laughs> where are we lo- where are we live streaming from for Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals? We'll 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 work out the details um, <laughs> when when Phoenix when Phoenix win. Um, That'll be an emergency podcast. That'll be like the second the game finishes, <laughs> we will be here talking about the tattoo. It'll probably it'll, it'll probably be like a five thirty a.m. game over here, so it's seven yeah, o'clock in the morning. It'll be like, yeah. come on, Heath, let's go down and get a tattoo. Um, well, home job. Home job. <laughs> Um, I would, I would, I would be so the, the disrespect of one having to put a tattoo on this temple of a body, but B <laughs> having it homemade. That's just I, I could not live with myself. <laughs> um, 
you, know, you asked how I feel about it. Um, I don't share the same view as you. I think that even if Kawhi does come back, I think that a Phoenix will win in five or six. So I think we'll definitely get to the second round. Um, I must admit, I was I was okay with you guys playing Grizzlies because I thought a healthy Grizzlies would still give you guys a fair bit of grief, you know, with Jaron Jackson Jr. being Defensive Player of the Year and being able to hopefully put the uh, the pincers on AD and a healthy Jar Morant, which you guys didn't really have anyone to lock him up. Um, obviously, with Jar being injured, that, that does make me quiver a little bit because I do think the door is definitely ajar for you guys to take this series um, without him there. So if Jar comes back, I'm not worried. I think that Grizzlies will probably win the will probably win and knock you guys out in the first round. But if he doesn't come back um, until like game five or six, it might be too little too late. I also haven't heard much about Jared Vanderbilt, best defensive player in the league. Oh, did he win defensive player of the year, did he? Should have, he was robbed. <laughs> Vandy. Uh, yeah, so no, look, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'm, I'm feeling all right at this point. Um, obviously, having a 2-1 lead up is is going to be very good. But, you know, certainly if that shifts to 2-2 two, two and then 2-3, two, I'd be a little bit worried. But um, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Do you, right do you have now, any? Outside yeah. perspective right now, I think we're both going, you, you're both going to round two. So this... This will be delayed until further down the track, is my view. Do you have any nerves about the fact that you'll probably escape out of the round one with Paul Paul George being hurt, Kawhi being hurt? You kind of took the soft road, and obviously there are lower, <laughs> and, 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 and obviously there obviously there are lower seed to us having to play Memphis the second seed you're, when you're, Jar you're, comes you're back. Playing, you're playing. Grizzlies without Jar Morant, mate. I'm not sure you can really pull that line, but anyway. Well, at um, least we're still paying the second seed. And I don't know if you've seen their stats without Jar Morant. They're actually a pretty good team. Yeah, that, yeah they are. <laughs> I mean, I think you can, only play, you can only play who you can play in the playoffs when you get there. Like Phoenix finished fourth, Clippers finished fifth. That's all they can do, mate. Yeah, well, I've got a few good designs of goats that uh, you'll be able to get on, on your body that should look Mickey Mouse. I think your better half would really, really like the way it comes up. Tra- tramp stamp, just above the... <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's fair that uh, whoever loses a bet will get to pick where it goes on the body and how oh, big it is. Just big on across the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Never get another job again. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how big. I'm not sure how a big goat would look across the neck too. It'd be pretty hard design to do. That would make it work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. And we're one week out from the draw. World Cup draw coming out one week this time. No, Saturday the 29th it comes out. So that is a tremendously exciting for you boys. How are you feeling? How are the preparations for the trip coming along? I think just ready for the draw to come out now. Yeah. We know the back, what the back end looks like. We still know what the front end looks like. Now we've got now we've got the the money for, for all the stuff. It's been it's been good. So. <laughs> yes, I did hear a rumor that uh, someone has been a bit slow on paying their paying their dues, but we won't name any names. So. Be better, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's exciting. It's exciting for you lads. It'll be very good and uh, still might be there with you. We'll just uh, see. We we lost our first game on the weekend, so we're 0-1, but certainly got a very winnable game tomorrow to even the ledger at 500. So we'll see see how that plays out. 
Hope so, because um, like, I've got my house in that game tomorrow, so I might not be coming to the World Cup if you don't get up. Reg, if you don't come, it's a solo trip for me over there because Pat is going to call in sick. <laughs> no, what are you, I've, I've, I'm, I'm on the whiteboard officially. I am out <laughs> for all my finals. It's written down. My coach knows. I'm, I'm not this committed yeah, type. Yeah, but you'll get COVID for the 80th time, so <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to come. Or they'll, or, or they'll be on can't two get it if you don't test. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lads, I'm too hungover. Just take this one without me. That's all right. <laughs> uh, to see Josh Giddy, I'll do anything. Actually, to see Shea Gilgis Alexander live, I'll do anything. Yeah. So, so who's – what country are you from? Canada. Canada, Canada yeah. Bruh, no way. The, ca- the, the, the Canada side, they, they, they look okay. They look okay. Do the Canadian side. Do, do we have any idea who, <laughs> like, who Team USA is bringing? Like, have they got they, a? They haven't named. They won't know until after the playoffs, would they? They haven't named mm. a roster. Yeah, yeah. They haven't even named mm. a. Oh, I don't think they've named like a squad yet. But they do that who? two-year rotation thing. Steve Kerr's mm. coach now, isn't he? I think so. He took over from Pop. Yeah, I think so. Because you'd have to think it's more the guys that are either out now or have early exits would be the most likely to um, put their hands up, you would think. I'd, I'd be surprised if guys went deep into June and then were turning around to play in August. We might get to see LeBron. <laughs> oh, <he's done. laughs> we might yeah. get to see Pat Bev. Hey, they might put Bronny in. Uh, but that will start to happen now, obviously, with Sacramento once they get knocked out. Um, <laughs> you know, with the Delhi Sabonis suiting up for Lithuania. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jingles is probably going to go deep, but you can't imagine he's not going to commit for, for, a swan, deep, for a swan song. Brooklyn will be out after the first round, so then you'd think Paddy Mills will make his choice whether he commits. Um, is he getting minutes? Is he getting Liam, 12 minutes? No. Nah. Landale okay. will be out in the second round um, at the latest, so then he'll he'll do what he does. Or Lawndale, um, as they call him. Lawndale. Lawndale. <laughs> they're, they're the only Aussies left, isn't it? Because Giddy's Giddy's out now. Dyson's You'd have out. To think, yeah, Dyson. Yeah, that's drafted about him. No, yeah. but there's a, 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 young, a young fella on the uh, on the Sacramento roster who can play for us or South Sudan. So. Chemetsky, Chemetsky, something. He, he's an Aussie. Really? Yeah, that, Fox, 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 Fox Sports. I remember at the start that of the list. Year. Yeah, like, who is that guy? Everyone, everyone was like, "Who is this guy?" He's not Australian, but apparently he spent some time here. Does anyone, anyone got any inside information on on Thibel, um and where that sits in terms of his contracts, negotiations, and and things of that nature? Nothing's coming. Yeah, out. It's a tough one, yeah. isn't it? I don't think we'll see. Yeah, you think it's it's more that side than the other side? Free agent, yeah. I don't think we'll see him. Mm. Restricted free agent too, yeah. Should be, yeah. The other thing I was going to ask is like, um, Dante Exum is running around somewhere in like killing the Euro leagues, killing, killing it. it. Like, Play for Barcelona, is it? Oh no, he's in Greece now. Will he? Um, will he come back for the for the FIBA? Yeah, reckon, or? surely. Yeah. He'll play because he 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 want to get back in the NBA as well. So he want that recognition on the world stage. Mm. After a decent cross, the body holds up for well, him. He, he had a cracking Olympics, so didn't he? So mm. we, we'll, we'll have him. We'll have him. And Josh Green, you think would be around? 
He'll play. I think he said he's going to play, didn't he? I think yeah, I think yeah, he, he said I think he said a Mavs. Yeah, I think he said or he might have like yeah mentioned that he's looking to play. Yeah. And then I presume Ben Simmons is a flip of the coin, or has he basically ruled himself out? I think he's I think <laughs> a flip, he's a flip of a one side coin. I think <laughs> he'll be mate. He'll be in. He'll be at bloody Wimbledon with Joe Leaper again. Well, that's Just true. leaving us. Yes, no. Ben Simmons is not coming. He's got no heart. No, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but bruh, come and give us a gold medal. <laughs> Just come and play centre. No, it's not that hard. Yeah. No, it'll be good. That Once the draw comes out, then all that stuff, the squads will start to get put together and it'll start to get very, very exciting for you boys. Um, I'm sure it's going to be vlogged and... and um, shown across our Instagram um, across the journey. So make sure you jump onto onto there and start following in anticipation for for the boys and what they're going to do over there and take you along for what hopefully is a golden ride to the top of the basketball mountains. Look forward to it. Any final thoughts um, before we jump in? Um, we'll be back in probably another week or so um, towards probably the back end once a few of these first round series is, uh, have been completed. We'll jump back on and discuss it. Um, any final thoughts before we finish up? Lakers in six. Blow it up, Chicago. Yes. Nice. KD, finals MVP. Oh, <laughs> right. That's all right, guys. I, I can edit. I'll edit that bit out. <laughs> yeah, that it was Booker at the start of the episode, so now it'll be Chris Paul at the end. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Courtside Hoops podcast. Please follow us wherever you listen to our podcasts. And give our Instagram page a follow as well uh, at courtsidehoops.podcast. And as always, keep sending those mailbag questions in. 